Hi, and welcome to The Book Place. I'm Salem Buchanan. And I'm Mercy Case. We're two sisters talking all about books, reading, and what's bringing us joy right now. Each week, we'll talk about our current reads and then go in-depth on one bookish topic. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to The Book Place. This is episode 21 and it is Salem here talking to you right now and I'm very excited to welcome back Mercy who's been on on holidays the last two weeks. So I'm excited to have my little co-host back. I'm very excited to be back. How was your holiday? It was amazing. It was amazing. Where did you, you can now reveal where you went because no one's going to stalk you. (laughs) (laughs) We were in real danger of that happening before. My popularity is incredible. Um, No, we went to Hamilton Island um, for a week and just home for the rest of the time. And it was delightful. That would have been amazing. It was so nice. Mm. And I got some good reading in yeah. and I'm very Got some good beach it. time in, I'm I did, assuming. yeah. It was lovely. That's and just good. some non-work time. Although today was my first day back at work, so oh. it's really well <laughs> and truly over. <laughs> and were you researching other jobs? <laughs> uh, look, if Hamilton Island has any jobs going, the Chamber of Commerce, I'm available. They have a medical centre, I could work. Excellent. <laughs> Keep your eye out. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's very fun to be back. I did actually really miss recording. Aww. Yeah. We missed you too. Oh, well, I did. Yeah. <laughs> we. Well, and thank you to our sister Jordan who yeah. filled in last week, which was yes, cool. Yes, we, um, yeah, we had an episode, George and I recorded, which was really fun. Um, yeah, so if you haven't checked that out, go have a listen. Our 20th episode. 20th episode. Yeah. I'm sad, sad I missed that one. Yeah. But. There'll be more. There'll be more milestones. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you also to some lovely people who have reached out and given us some wonderful compliments. Yeah. And just just little notes of support and that they're loving uh, listening. And yeah, that really means heaps to us. So that's really lovely to hear. So thank you for that. Um, Also wanted to mention that I'm not sure we haven't mentioned in the last few episodes, but we do have show notes. So if you're listening and you're not near a pen and paper... Um, you don't have to worry about it because you can just look up our show notes. You can hear what we uh, read, what we, <laughs> what books we talked about. Um, it's all right there, and you can just click the link to mm. the book. So don't the easiest, the easiest place to look at them is on Apple Podcasts. The show notes, okay. show notes. The other ones, for some reason, format weird, and I'm still trying to figure it out. But <laughs> Apple Podcasts is the best place. It looks the most professional. And just uh, <laughs> click on details, and you'll see all the books yeah. that we talked about. So that's there for us. We're going to talk about our current reads today and then we've got a bookish topic and we're talking about bookshelves. That's a bit weird, but how we store our books or organize our books because I have a little bit of a, like a change up in my life that I've recently done. So we're going to talk about that. And then, as always, we're going to finish off with what's bringing us joy. Yes. But, Merce, so much reading over holidays. I know, I did Tell get us a bit what done. you read. Well, I read multiple things, and some I'm going to have to save for next week so I don't Ooh. bore you all. But um, <laughs> the week at Hamilton Island really bumped up my reading stats. It was, I read four books oh, in one nice. week, nice. Or in, in like that six days, good. actually. It felt really good. Yeah. So, I'm going to talk about a couple of them today. First one being The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides, I think is how you say it. Mm-hmm. And this is one that I've kind of seen and I had bought in a bit of a um, 
book haul a few weeks ago and I was like, this is a perfect size. It's not too big. This would be great to go in my bag for going away. Boy, was it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a psychological thriller. Oh, so not really what you'd think of as a typical beach. Movie. No, but like we talked about the week before, whatever keeps me engrossed is what I read at the beach. Totally. Um, my second one is much more beachy, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you about that. Mm-hmm. So it follows Alicia Berenson. She is a young, beautiful artist who's married to Gabriel, who's a photographer, and from the outside they have this perfect marriage. Mm-hmm. And then one night Gabriel comes home from a photo shoot and Alicia shoots him five times. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I love sales reactions. Five times in the face and then never talks again. Oh. I know, right? And then, so the story starts basically six years later. She's been in a forensic mental health facility for six years called The Grove in North London. And this psychotherapist called Theo is like, this is, has heard about her case, is really, really intrigued. Is like, this could be a case that if I, you know, get a breakthrough would really um, be like a highlight of my career, basically. Mm. So he gets a job at The Grove where Alicia is and begins this therapeutic relationship with her and... She just doesn't talk, doesn't talk at all, hasn't said a word in six years since this murder happened. Wow. And you're like, what happened? So it goes between current day with Theo going through his life and these sessions that he has with Alicia and his work there, and then has flashbacks from Alicia's point of view in, like, during her marriage and maybe what contributed to things going wrong. Wow. Um, It was... I couldn't put it down. It was phenomenal. And I'm not normally like a psychological thriller person. I'm more like a murder mystery. Yeah. And I know that seems very similar, but the psychological no, part different. is kind of, yeah, doesn't always go well. Yeah. But it wasn't too creepy. Like, okay. not in that way. Or, right. or overly violent. It was more like a, yeah, a bit more mental health okay. sort of, but not in a scary way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, I do. I do um, and the twist at the end... <laughs> was unbelievable i actually like i think i gasped <laughs> and then my jaw i was just like <gasps> staring oh no slack jawed at my book reading being like what just happened oh um, that's the best kind of book i know it was like five star <laughs> if i could have given it six stars just for the reading experience yeah right yeah. of like now if i read it again it will be fine but it won't have because i'll know for what sure. it is but that that oh that twist <laughs> was so good. Are we going to enjoy it that much now that you've told us there's a massive twist? <laughs> yes, I reckon. Because okay. I think even if you know there's a twist, you won't you won't guess it. Okay, right. I th- I'm pretty sure. I love yeah. that. I know. Because I sort of pride myself on feeling like I often I yeah. can pick the twist. Yes. Even if I don't get the whole thing, you're like, yeah, okay, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But that would be great to have and a full-on surprise at the end. I don't, okay, I won't give any more. I was going to yeah. give another thing, but I won't give any more away. Okay. <clears throat> but it was so good. So that was The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides. That sounds great. I yeah. um have seen that around, but yes. I hadn't really sort of heard a synopsis or yeah, neither. what just, it's about. So yeah. that's really good. Oh, there I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, I know. It's so the good. problem with all these books is now <laughs> that you've read them, it's going to be boring when I talk I know, about I'm the sorry. podcast. No. Vice versa, though, because the ones you were talking true. about today, I also want to read. So what was your first one, Sarah? True. So I had... Welcome home, a cozy minimalist guide to decorating and hosting all year round by Michaelin Smith. Mm. So she is Michaelin is one of my like she's an author who is like my on my must read list. Whenever she brings out something new, 
Um, I will just read her because I like her book. She is yeah. obviously nonfiction, so she's um, a home decor and like a lifestyle blogger. Mm. And I followed her for years. And I talked about her Instagram just recently on episode number 19, which lately she's been doing a lot on her Instagram um, and going shopping. Mm. You go shopping with the Nesta and it's yeah. really fun. Like she goes out and finds things and tells you why she is or isn't buying them and what's good about them or not. And yeah. so it's just like, re- I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> anyway, so the book is all about um, the seasons and decorating and having you feel of your home to be in step with the seasons. And at first I was like, I don't know if this is really going to apply. We live in like sunny Queensland yeah. where the seasons are not so... <clears throat> different like we don't have snow and really wintry cold Mm. days really um yeah so I was like oh how's this gonna go is it gonna be applicable but she talks about much more than just um the cold or the warmth of a season um it's all about the feel and what traditions even like remind you of that season so if there's something that your mum might have cooked at a certain time. So yeah. I thought of like, oh, at Easter we have this tradition where our mum cooks um, what's called pashka, which is like a, a Russian Easter dip. And if it's it's not Easter without pashka. And so True. that kind of thing she's talking about, bringing in all the five senses mm. into the season. So, you know, scent and what scents remind you of ah. um, autumn or spring. Or, That's so cool. Yeah, and it's not, it's not talking about... Um, going out and buying a heap of things and Mm. buying up just the fake looking decor, which I think is a much more American thing. Yeah. But still it's tempting to do here as well. Yep. And we definitely have those things. So, um, uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed and it was like so good. I listened to it on audio because I could get it straight away. Yeah. Um, but it was really good. So I've already ordered it on. Okay. <laughs> and it's so pretty. In hard copy. It is so pretty. Her yeah. books are so beautiful. They really are. So I've ordered it. I haven't got it yet. But nice. I'm looking forward to actually just like going through it and being able to see her pictures. Visually. And like visually see it. So definitely recommend... Um, Welcome Home by Mike Will and Smith. Well, I had um, actually, while I was on holidays, I hadn't really follow. I don't think I follow her on Instagram, mm. but I looked at a few of her stories about all these stores that she's been visiting to yes. say, you know, why I buy this and where It was so inspiring. It is, isn't it? And then she took them home and was like, how am I going to use them in my house? She shows and... you how she does it. <clears throat> and her house is not it. like a showroom. No. It's very real. Yeah. So I really like that. She's really realistic and authentic. Yeah. And it's not showy or over yes. top. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like buy this really $700 vase. Yeah. It's like use what you've got. Or go to an op shop and yeah. find old things or like you shop your house. Like yeah. she's all about yeah. looking around your house to see what you already might have. I talked yeah. to um about her previous book. So she's had two previous ones, The Nesting Place and... The Cozy Minimalist Home, which I mm. talked about in episode 14. Um, but this one, I I might like it the best. Really? Yeah, I oh. really liked it. Maybe it's just because I'm reading it now. Yeah. <laughs> but I really liked it. It was oh, very so good. nice. Yeah, so what's your second book? Well, in an abrupt uh, genre twist. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like we're all over the shop today. I know we are. But that's we good. Have something for everyone. Yeah, that's right. Um, I read a the first two books in a series that is like a... I don't think it's young adults. I think it's just general. Yeah. Um, called the American Royals series. I have heard so much about this. They were the perfect beach read in the classic sense of the word. So 
They're, they are called American Royals and then Majesty is the second okay. one by Catherine McGee. Mm-hmm. And basically imagine if at the American Revolutionary War, instead of George Washington becoming president, he gets crowned king. Yes. And so America has a, <laughs> a monarchy. monarchy. Yeah. Oh. Um, Sorry, I'm getting so excited because I'm like, oh, I love royal books. <laughs> they are pretty great. Oh, um, so, yeah, so we're at, so which actually has affected a lot of the world's politics and you get kind of little snippets in it, which is pretty cool to yeah. like imagine. What if America had a monarchy? Um, it would be different, wouldn't it? It would be very different. So it follows, it's current day following the current king and his family. And he has three, he and his wife have three young adult children so beatrice is the oldest and she's the rule follower Mm. uh samantha (laughs) is like kind of a wild child who's she calls herself the spare because she's not the next in line (laughs) to the throne and then jefferson is the prince right um and beatrice is going to be the first uh queen on the throne because up until her dad it's always gone to the oldest male right and he changed the rule to just be the oldest child yeah so she's going to be the first queen and so there's all this pressure on her to learn all these things. So it follows multiple, there's like, in the beginning that you get introduced to quite a few characters okay. who are like the main characters, but um, there's a common girl, Nina, who's been friends with Samantha, the kind of wild one, her whole life and all the differences that come with that. There's Daphne who is, was mar- was dating Jefferson, the prince and will use everything in her power to get back to the... Right. All she wants is to be a princess. Okay. Um, and so, like, it sounds really light and fluffy. And it is quite light and fluffy. There is some substance that in there, too. sounds fun, though. But it was really fun. And it did remind me... Our bar for all royal books is the selection books, right? <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> it did remind me of them a lot. Maybe just because of that. The age and the yeah. royal. Yeah. But, um... It was really fun. Okay, cool. Yeah. And there's a lot of... So Beatrice has to... She's kind of been told by her parents that she has to start looking for a husband. Yeah. Because there hasn't been a queen without a... Like, let alone uh, she's going to be the first queen, but the first single queen. Right. Like, the, the world Not will turn upside married. down. Yeah. So... Because um, <laughs> we couldn't have that. No, we couldn't have that. <laughs> um. Yeah, and so I finished the first one in like a day on holidays. <laughs> I was reading on my Kindle right. and, and I was like, I need to know what happens. <laughs> and the second one had only come out like a week or two yeah, before. Yeah, it's only very And so I bought that on my Kindle that night and <laughs> read that in a day as well. <laughs> so they were um, really, really fun. That's awesome. I think you would really like them. Yeah, I'm going to definitely get into those. I've heard a lot about them. I don't know if, I hope there's going to be a third one. because There I is planning yeah, to be good. a third one. Yeah. I was like, it didn't really finish no. as the Conclusion of a series. I think it's going to be three. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that was the American Royal series by Catherine McGee. Oh, and I, so I, f- I don't know. Do we normally give star ratings? Sometimes yeah, I sometimes. do. Depends. I five starred the first one just okay. because I enjoy. It was just so enjoyable. Yeah. And I four starred the second one. Okay, that's still yeah. pretty high praise. I know. That's yep. good. What's your second one? Okay. Sarah? Well, I also have a second of a series, Great. which is um, The Plea by Steve Kavanagh. Now, we talked, we both talked about <laughs> Steve Kavanagh a couple episodes ago. Yep. Um, and this is number two in his Eddie Flynn series, The Plea, like I said. Yep. Um, so basically, we have Eddie again in this book. We've got a 22 year old tech, like, billionaire, David Child, who he's been accused of murdering his fiance. And basically, it's an airtight, like, there is no way that he couldn't have killed her. Oh. But it's so solid. Like, the evidence yeah. is so yeah. solid against him. 
but Eddie really believes he's innocent and he's been set up. Mm. And so he has to prove it somehow in court in order to free him and also for his wife who is sort of... um, She's involved in that uh, the law firm that she works for is sort of is a very prestigious and well-known law firm in New York. Yep. And they are involved in David Child's um, fraud, like in fraud and money laundering. Right. And she unknowingly signed something that sort of incriminates her, uh, but she didn't know, obviously. But to free her, it's a little confusing, but to free her, he has to get... David Child acquitted oh, of right. this murder. Um, yeah, so basically that's it. It's full of the whole same like twists and turns yep, and yep, like yep. intrigue, but also like it's fast moving. But I also like that he's such an in- a likable character. Like you the really main, Eddie Flynn. Eddie Flynn yeah. is so likable, and you hear his thought processes, and you just like, oh yeah, I really like you. You do the right thing. Yeah, and he makes good decisions. Oh, that's so nice. like I really like that in a book where you're not <laughs> yelling at the person, going, "No, I know where yeah. this is going to end up." You idiot. I feel like he makes the the decisions, or makes the decisions. I feel like I would make <laughs> when you're going to be a, a major prosecutor <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, yeah, he's really likable, and I like that the. There is the storyline arc of this single book, but there's also the longer arc of mm. him and his wife, who in the last book had recently split up um, and separated. Uh, and then this, um, yeah, you're sort of wondering where their relationship right. oh, <laughs> relationship is at relationship. in this one. <laughs> well, tongue twister there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how it's progressing in this one. And it sort of has those two like little... There's more to it than yes, just that yeah. storyline. So yeah. I really like that. It's a top series. Yeah. And I'm loving it. I'm going to keep reading it. Because I read really number four, it. the yes. 13 one. Yeah. Um, do you think I should go back to the beginning? I think you would enjoy it. Okay. I th- it's Like you said, it's been really enjoyable. Yeah. And just something that I can read. This one took me a tiny bit longer to get into. It was a little bit complicated in the beginning mm. because it's a bit techy. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and I yep. didn't fully understand what was going on. But yeah. I just pushed past and it was, I mean, that was very quick. A yeah. little blip on the radar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then now I'm like fully like, ah, oh, I need to finish it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So... It was really good. I awesome. loved it. So good. Good week for both of us. Oh, such like, a good week. I, I love that feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get into our bookish topic of the week, which, as I mentioned earlier, is going to be talking about how we store and organize our bookshelves. Mm. So I recently, I have always done the whole rainbow bookshelf thing because yeah. it pleases my eyes <laughs> and it's I don't know to me I don't I've never had like heaps I sort of haven't had heaps of books and mm. so it made sense to me to make it look pretty rather than functional because yeah. I knew where everything was it wasn't like I couldn't find anything etc mm. um but a couple of weeks ago I reorganized my bookshelf because I was just getting a bit frustrated I wanted to put the same authors together yeah. and um, to organize things a little bit more. And I've yeah. also brought in, I probably have, I'm, I'm more of a book buyer now yeah. <laughs> as we discussed <laughs> yes. earlier in the podcast. 
Um, Those 13 books won't show themselves. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, there's too much coming in. I need to organ- I need to have a better system. Yes. So I have now reorganized my books in um, sort of nonfiction by alphabetical, alphabetically okay. by author. Okay, yeah. Um, surname. Yes, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just to clarify. All the Johns together, all the Davids together. <laughs> so many Teresas. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have no Doris. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so I've done nonfiction, fiction, and then I've got – I have a sort of weird bookshelf. It's not got the same level kind of shelves. Yeah. So I have my bigger books on a separate part of the bookshelf. Yep, yep. Um, but they're also in alphabetical order. Mm. Like, um, yeah, so I'm curious to know, Merce. Yes. Because I feel like this is an interesting thing. I like mm. to see – when I go into someone's house, yeah. I love to go look at their books and see how they've organised it, see how – like if they've got any decorations on their yes, shelves. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, how do you organise your books? Well, I, up until probably a year and a half ago, I was strictly alphabetical. Right. Because I've worked in bookshops for seven years <laughs> and it's hard to <laughs> not have that habit, yeah, yeah. which you've also worked in. Yeah, bookshops. clearly it didn't stick with me. <laughs> Yeah, so it was hard, hard habit to break. But I also love the look of the rainbow bookshelf. No, there is something very pleasing. To it's the very eye. pleasing. And so we had this bookshelf. We kind of we moved house, and so the bookshelves all moved places. Yeah. And we had one down in our main living area. That I was like, okay, how do I make this look amazing? And I wish <laughs> I could have one of those bookshelves that had um, like trinkets. You know, every few books yeah. there was like an ornament or like. Yeah. A, um, what are they called? Bookends. Bookends yeah. Um, but I have way too many books for that. <laughs> I need all yeah. the space I can get. Yeah. So um, I was like, rainbow is something that I can fill it with books, but I can color code them. And I still do have a few little thingies in there. Yeah. So yeah, one shelf, one bookshelf that's in our main living area. It's yeah. kind of like a decorative thing is yeah. rainbow. Okay. Um, and the rest are... I have one bookshelf upstairs that's kind of my less pretty books. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't fit them into a specific color category, so I just put them all in one area. And then, yeah, all my bigger books are kind of on a another shelf. So down. how do you sort them? So what makes what makes them good enough to be in your downstairs bookshelf? <laughs> <laughs> Very upstairs, downstairs, but the opposite. <laughs> the opposite. Um, I think they're probably ones that I – I have a lot of books that were either hand-me-downs from our mum who has oh, yeah. millions of books – not exactly, but close. Um, or ones that I bought at like a secondhand bookshop. So right. I guess I... So the not so pretty the not ones. So pretty, I know, that sounds so rude um, and superficial. But the ones that I probably bought or have been given that have nicer covers or right. even like a clear colour on their spine. Right. That I was like, this can definitely fit in one category. Yeah, yeah. Because I had so many books that I was like, I don't know what colour this... Multicolour. Yeah, I don't know what colour this fits. So sure. that was kind of how I did it. Yeah. But now... I've bought a few more books and I don't have as much space in that <laughs> bookshelf anymore and they're not as clearly delineated as, as I would like, <laughs> the colours. Yeah. So now I'm thinking, do I need to change it? Mm. And I also have this thing. <laughs> Tell me about if you have thought about this. Okay. I Part of me wants to have a section of my bookshelf that is books that I have not read yet to like take them out of the rest of my books. Yes. And have them on it like their own shelf, maybe. Okay, but I don't so know if that would totally ruin everything. No, so I forgot to mention this before. Yeah. I also have series together. Oh yeah. And then I have a section of the bookshelf that's one part. Yeah. Um, that is my TBR. Like oh. it's like books that I've bought yes, or have yeah. borrowed and haven't read yet. Yeah. And they're right there on my I've got my little armchair that yeah, I have you. right next to my bookshelf. And 
they're right there at eye level. Yeah, so I've that's got them good. There. So I recommend it. I really like it. Yeah. I like having it separate because I know that those are the ones I would like to read in, yeah. the, next, in the near future. Yeah, yeah. Well, I counted <laughs> get lost. on that on that colour bookshelf, not really even the ones upstairs. Yeah. The books that I haven't read and there's like 30 of them. So <laughs> I was like, oh, well, yeah. I should not buy any more. But you know what I did, which is a bit nerdy and weird. So no, I'm very much a mood reader as to like what I want to read next. Yeah, it's very too. much on the whim of what I want to feel like. <laughs> what I want to feel like? Yeah, you know what I mean. So I made like an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yes, I love it. And put in uh, all the titles of the ones that I hadn't read. And like, so there's a number next to them, obviously. Yeah. And then online, you can just find like a randomizer. Just like, and put in the number limits. Yeah. And I was like, that might be how I choose my next really? book. Really? Oh. So I tried it once. And What's your next book? I can't remember. Because oh. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for <laughs> I this. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> so like, yeah, you put in like, between yeah, the numbers yeah. 1 to 30 and it just spits out a number like 17 or something. Yeah, yeah. So that's the one you read. Oh. I don't how know how that'll go? work for me because yeah. it might give me one that I don't feel like reading. But think, it's just another way to do it. Yeah, that's true. That is cool. Yeah. I think I would totally buck against that. Yeah, I'd <laughs> be like, nah, if, I'm not if, reading it now. If nothing else, it would tell me what I don't want to that read. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Helpful in the non- In another way. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, what are some other ways that you can organize your bookshelves? Well, that you have organized your bookshelves. I don't I don't know that I ever have anything. I have a kids' bookshelf and that's what I was gonna talk about as oh, well. Yeah. I have a bookshelf, which is just the Billy bookcase from Ikea. Nice. And I have half filled with baskets. It's like my toy slash bookshelf Mm -hmm. shelf. (laughs) Um, And so half of it is baskets and half of it is books, clearly. Yep. (laughs) But I'm running out of book room. Like, I have so many. Throw away the kids' toys. (laughs) That's what I'm like, I'm going to because... Clearly, they don't. I mean, they don't read the books, all of them yet, because yeah. I sort of I'm curating their bookshelves nice. as well at the same time as I'm doing that for myself. So, yeah. um, and I really struggle to get rid of books. Like yeah. I go through every couple of years and go through my books, and I'm like, okay, I need to get rid of some books, but do I really need to? <laughs> no, <laughs> buy another Billy. I usually <laughs> exactly. I usually end up getting rid of maybe five max wow. because. To me, I don't know if you can relate Mm. and how you go with getting rid of or culling books. To me, the books I buy in the first place are usually not ones that are just like cheapies or Mm. like they're usually books that either I've read and I've loved or that I know that I'm going to read and love Mm -hmm. um, so that I don't just buy every book. Like I'm not just buying secondhand paperbacks or Because for those who aren't in Australia, if there are any of you that are listening, (laughs) books here are uber expensive oh so annoying so like from a a, from a proper bookshop yeah you're looking at like 25 30 bucks for a new book yeah it's a bit ridiculous it is so you can't just go willy-nilly buying everything (laughs) (laughs) hence why i love the library (laughs) um (laughs) anyway so yes i'm not sure about the kids bookshelf i'm i think i'm just gonna have to bite the bullet and buy another bookshelf yeah but, which Jono is not gonna be super <laughs> happy with because he's and like already like too many books <laughs> never how do you organize the kids books are they by color or by author oh, look, or by genre it's very or nothing. very nothing at the moment okay. i have picture books and i have chapter books yeah <laughs> that's basically that's, it that's organization the moment <laughs> you can have one next to the other totally um but that yeah what about you do you get rid of books really um, yes. Do you? When I, well, I've moved a lot the last few years. Yeah. I feel like whenever I move, I end up culling books. Yeah, right. Because I, I probably, 
go like say if I'm going to the Lifeline Bookfest, which yes. is amazing. Yeah. I probably maybe buy some books that I bought on a whim. Yeah. That I get home and go or they sit on my bookshelf for a year and I'm like, I'm never actually gonna read them. Yeah. So then I might donate them again. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um but not all the time. And I probably am wanting to yeah, invest in more these days. Yeah. Than just buying heaps. Yeah. I'd rather buy a few that I know I'm gonna love or yeah. that I already love. Yep. So I probably, yeah, I don't know if the next time we move I will be able to cull as many because I culled a heap not long ago right. when I sort of changed my bookshelves around. I got rid of, like, multiple shelves of books. Yeah, wow. Mm. That's impressive. Oh, thank you. I was <laughs> pretty impressed myself. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, how many bookshelves do you have, Sarah? Oh, look, I only have two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I do have books in random places as well. Yes. <laughs> like in my bedside table. Yes. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, really only two. So I'm thinking a new bookshelf a third is, the is way totally to go. acceptable. I think it's acceptable, yeah. right? Yeah. How many do you have? I have three. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's just me. And, and my Brad has more. Brad has another one and a half. Wow. Oh, no. He's, good. A, lot He's of a good reader. Did He's he good read reader. some books on holiday? Yes, he did. Oh, yeah, okay. he did. Yeah. He loves reading. Um, but he has Sorry, a lot from <laughs> yeah. He has a lot from, like that he's collected as well. He's yeah. he doesn't buy a lot now, and yeah. he since he's got the Kindle a few years ago. Yes, much more a Kindle lover now. Yeah, but he has a lot from his childhood that are like really. He's much more of a yeah, yeah. Has gotten a new book and has kept it well. Whereas oh. I like quality, a uh, quantity, <laughs> quantity, quality. The but balance. I'm getting better. <laughs> That's right. Um, but I I probably could. Probably could cull down. I've got two, two and a half probably because yeah. half of one is like cookbooks and some yeah, photo albums yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, see, part yeah. of me is like, why? I don't, I don't, I don't feel the need to cull books as much as I do, say, my clothes yes. or something like yeah. that. It yeah. feels less consumeristic. Yeah. I don't know if that's because it's not necessarily true. No. But like, I don't know. It just feels like it's wrong to get yeah. rid of books. Yeah. <laughs> Marie Kondo, it is not <laughs> yes. bringing us joy I that you make us that chapter. That you make us get rid of books. <laughs> <laughs> so true, and I would hate to think like I mean, if you counted the Kindle, imagine how many books. Yeah, so true. There. Yeah, but takes up no space at all. Don't have to. It's <laughs> fantastic. Well, that might finish up our bookish topic for that. This episode, yes. uh, if you want to know more or want to connect, connect with us, we are at thebookplace.pod. We love it when you chat and mm. want to know more or... Ask for book recommendations. For sure. I actually had... This is a real highlight for me, Sal. Sorry. This week, I had a friend completely out of the blue. I don't think he even listens to the podcast. Just <laughs> message me being like, what book should I read? Oh. And then I got to message him and be like, what did you love recently? Oh, and that's I, fun. It was like a bit of a... Um, a book, a uh, fairy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so That's that was so really nice. fun. And that person. I know, I know. <laughs> but yes, we love that when you so when you great. ask or just reach out to us and say hi. Yeah, it's so nice. we love it. So what is bringing you joy this week, Matt? Well, I know you have recently deleted Netflix and I applaud you for that. <laughs> My what's bringing me joy moment, though, is a show on Netflix. And, and this may make me reapply. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're no, doing I so won't. well. Um, no, there is a show and everyone's heard about it because it's the massive thing at the moment. But it is the Get Organised with the Home Edit oh. series on Netflix, which is run by two women at... Uh, an Instagram business called The Home Edit and they do home organisation and they've made a TV show where each episode they go to 
a celebrity's house and do like one of their rooms and then a normal person's house yeah. and do one of their rooms. And it is so satisfying. I am not the most organized person. <laughs> but what? this I know. Shocking to everyone. But this I has, only lived in a room with you for like twenty years. years. <laughs> yes. We didn't get on each other's nerves at all. Um <laughs> but this is like it's so inspiring watching them. And I just love the the makeovers. So they'll yeah. they'll do people's walk in robes. And like it's in America, so people's walk in robes are massive yeah. <laughs> in general. Um but yeah, they do. They make over these rooms, and they have all these like they they go by the rainbow method of most things, Aww. which is very visually pleasing yes, to me. Yes, totally. Um, and they just organize everything and put it into zones. They're really all about zones, <laughs> and I love it. And I want to go buy their book. <laughs> Actually, I saw it when I bought Welcome Home. Yes. Um, I saw it. Uh, as pe- uh, you know, in the cart as what other people bought yeah. at the same time. I was like, oh, that looks amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. So that's really been bringing me joy. Oh, that's fun. I really want to see it. Now. Yeah. Anyway, you can see it without having Netflix. Uh, come over to my house and watch it. Great. I'll be over tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> What's bringing you joy, Sarah? Okay. Well, I have several things that I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about, but I think I'll go with. Um, the warmer weather. Oh yes. And look, I am a winter girl. I yeah. love winter. But I'm really enjoying the longer days, the lighter evenings, mm-hmm. um, just like the changes that, you know, spring brings. Yes. The, the leaves on the trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, as a family, went to the park after school this, uh, like this past week. Yeah. And it was actually really nice. Like we could go later, later. and yeah. it was it was just lovely and great temperatures. This is my favorite. I'm not a, I hate the heat of summer. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoy Lucky you live in Queensland. I know. I, I know. <laughs> Such a winter girl. Yeah. Um, but I love this time of year where it's just mm. so balmy. Yes. A great it's a word. Great word for us. <laughs> and the the fact that it's now school holidays, I feel yeah. like going to enjoy this holiday yeah so, um, and you can actually go out and do some things this holiday yeah as yeah. opposed to last school holidays totally like yes. we we're actually a bit freer sorry yeah. to our victorian friends i know if anybody. we're thinking of you oh um, um yeah and i got up this morning for work at like <laughs> quarter past five and it was like i didn't have to turn a light on oh, and it was amazing so good yeah Apart so from much the fact easier. that i was getting up at quarter past five <laughs> i feel so much more motivated like yeah. i want to exercise yeah totally. i've been getting up and doing pilates and oh, i know it's amazing anyway that is what's bringing me joy. The That's warmer awesome. weather, oh, spring feels. So good. <laughs> well, that pretty much wraps us up for today. Thank you so much for listening. And like Sal said, you can find us on Instagram at thebookplace.pod. And you can rate and review us if you so choose on Apple Podcasts. We would love it. Um, we will chat to you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.